everybody, welcome or welcome back to B&B Anime. I am Blue, that is that, <laughs> to me, <laughs> to you right there, <laughs> you're Brad. Yeah, hi, I'm Brad. Um, I forgot how to do this whole podcast. <laughs> me too, it's been so long since we've done this. It has, it's been, what, almost a month? At- yep. For us, it's been a month. It's been three weeks without episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because literally, our lives just decided that they didn't want to be livable anymore. No, no. Life is. <laughs> life has simultaneously just decided, like, nope, not for y'all. Not today. Nope, nope. I feel like I'm really washed out. Am I just pale? This is the thing of, like, am I just a pale human, or am I... Does that help at all? I'm just a pale human. I think that's what we're You still look out. white. Just pale. Regardless, you white. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... I was like, what's going on? I feel like... I don't know. Um, but yeah, one of those things that I've had this week is technical difficulties. You have had the <laughs> utmost level of technical difficulties this week. I feel like I'm literally going insane. I'm going insane. I need to just stop. I My whole computer broke. Like, everything is broken. It's gone. It's dead. Basically, my brother is my computer guy. Uh, he thinks that it was possibly a power surge. Either way, um, everything's compromised. And uh, I lost two of my external hard drives, both of which are, like, four terabytes. So that's fun. <laughs> um, you know... Uh, so old episodes of the podcast that I had recorded, they're gone. Goodbye. They <laughs> don't have those anymore. I have them. You have them. You'll have them. <laughs> or you have some of them, you have, have half them. of them. And I have the other half. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> Thankfully, we have like an entire database that I can pull from if I need to actually pull those episodes and yeah. have a copy of them somewhere. Yeah. Just in case. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, I mean, it's... I say, like, it was kind of about time, honestly. A computer's about six years old. But it was just weird Mm -hmm. because nothing happened to have, like, caused such a a hardware issue. The only thing that is the current theory right now is that there was some kind of hardware damage when I moved from Toronto to back here in Alberta. But because it was warm... The metal in the computer was like a certain size, and then now it's autumn and it's getting colder. The metal has shrunk, and like the, it's activated the hardware damage. That's the running theory right now, because um, there's no v- visible, like obvious damage. But mm. we don't really know. Um, my brother's going to tinker around on it as he sees fit, and we'll see. But you know. Tis what it does. Yeah, that was one of the things that came to my mind whenever you were first telling me, and that it might have been a power supply issue. Mm. Like something probably got jostled during the move, Mm -hmm. and then it's just caused just everything to just overload, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So we are currently on my laptop. Hello. You are on my laptop. Um. Hello, laptop. I'm Brad. It should hopefully sound <laughs> fairly similar and look fairly similar, though, because I just plugged in my mic and webcam into my laptop. But um, yeah, if there's any quality differences, for whatever reason, that will be the reason as to why. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's that. Um, what else? Oh yeah, my uh, arm, still broken. Um, three months, still broken. Uh, gonna be four months, still broken. Um, because my bone is not gluing together gonna... the way that they want it to. So I have a CT scan, but I am not a high priority case for a CT scan thing. So my CT scan appointment is October 30th, meaning, um, I have one more month like this. Then the appointment that I see my surgeon in is two weeks after that appointment where I'll probably get another x-ray, um, which will be x-ray number four since summer. <laughs> and... Mm. And then I will get the results of that CT scan to say it's healed or it's not healed. So we're on month three. It'll be month four by the time I find out if I have one bone or still two. (laughs) (laughs) 
I can't even count that high. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but um, no, hopefully, hopefully, you know, everything has healed up properly. Yeah. But it's like you and I have talked about at this point. We keep talking about how much older we're getting. So therefore, bones take longer to heal. They do. They do. Um, and it's just, it's getting to the point now where my body thinks that I'm healed, but I'm not healed yet. So like the other day, I opened mm-hmm. the fridge and then I went to grab a jug of milk and didn't didn't even occur to me. And then I was like, ow. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that felt bad. But... So I'm getting, like, because that was always my concern was when I first got the surgery, it was like, okay, you can't move it this way, you can't have any rotation, all this kind of stuff, and you just kind of, like, your body just stops you from doing it anyway, so you don't even necessarily have to, like, be told not to move it in a certain way, because your body, just it just, you just don't move it that way, you don't consciously, subconsciously move it. But now, my body has gone over that point, and it's like, you're you're fine, so absolutely turn the door handle and I go to do it and then I'm in a lot of pain. So uh, mm. <laughs> that's fun. That is a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't like that at all. Yeah. Was it the same way when you broke your leg for you? <laughs> um, I, I mean, it healed on time. So I just kind of like followed the regular necessary steps. Mm. The only time it ever really hurt is if I just decided to overdo it with walking on those days. Like, just because I would rather, I, the sooner I can get it, you know, taken care of, the better. And I would rather have to not do extensive PT to get myself back together. Mm. (laughs) So I just kind of overdid it and paid for it every time I did it. (laughs) Which, hindsight, probably not the smartest thing to do, but hey, I'm here, I'm fine, and my ankle just pops whenever I sit there and just turn my foot in a circle. Love that. <laughs> so that's fine. And then with my wrist, I mean, I was in first grade, so I don't recall there being any issues with that. I recall it healing in like the standard like six-week time frame. Mm. Yeah. That's about it. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm at about 13 weeks approximately. But they did take out a chunk, mm. so like I have to grow back like about a centimeter of bone. Yeah, you so. you're taking care of a lot <laughs> all yep. at one time. So yeah, no, no, that that makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that, <sighs> life. Yeah, it ain't ain't that the case. <sighs> it has been it has been a past few weeks. Yeah. Especially last week. That was, that fucking sucked. Mm. But it's going, it's over, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) We tried to be anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, everything's fine. Yeah. But I will say, it's, I've missed this, I have missed you. (laughs) Uh, It's fine, everything's fine. Yeah, I miss this too. I feel like, I don't know, it's isolating when you're going through a lot of shit so mm-hmm. just a general reminder is important to connect to the people who you care about and who care about you when you're going through shit like yeah because it was it was one of those things to where i think whenever <clears throat> all of that shit was happening last week that was probably like the longest span that i've went without sending you like anything stupid mm. or anything like that <clears throat> and i got to think about it after the fact i was like you know, I should probably, and like, I shut off a lot of people. Like I went to work, like nothing was wrong Mm. and all of that. And the longer I got to thinking about it, I'm like, you know, this isn't healthy. I should probably talk to people about what I'm feeling and all this other shit going on. And I was like, no, no, because also the way that I work, you know, the anxiety and all that other bullshit is i don't want to put my problems off on everybody else because everybody else has their own problems and i'm also like that's not healthy yeah this is why you have a like support system built around you so that you can actually have those people to talk to Mm -hmm. but it's you know the brain is a very funny organ and the way that it works so you know here we are but it's fine everything's fine returning back to some sort of Normalcy with this um, D&D on Friday was a lot of help. Um, 
it was also just nice to see like all the prep work that I've been putting in for the past month to finally come to some sort of fruition and seeing how much everybody enjoyed it. It was good. It was all enjoyable and, you know, slowly but surely getting myself back to a better place mm. mentally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those do as we say, not as we do things. <laughs> like, Yeah. Cause at least we're, at least we're self-aware enough to realize that what we do isn't healthy. So it's yeah. kind of one of those things of, Hey, like we realize like this is not a way to like healthily do things. So do, yeah, do as we say, not as we do. Cause it's, it's not good. No, no. Like, I don't know. Mental health is not something to be played around with. No, no. And especially if you can get good habits established, hold on to those with like all of your might because it's so hard to establish a habit, but it's so easy to break one, like in a good habit, a bad habit. It's hard to break. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Habit, it's easy like, to break. Mm-hmm. And it's so incredibly hard to break a bad habit. So yeah. it's just kind of, it's one of those things where the sooner you get a hold on things and have a better grasp and understanding on the things that you're feeling and, you know, try to take proper steps, <clears throat> it'll all work out in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, exercise gives you endorphins that make you happy so you don't kill your husband, according to Elwood's. So that too. Wait, what? <laughs> Have you ever seen Legally Blonde? It has been a long time. <laughs> I recommend a rewatch. It's a good film. I will add that to the list of things to watch <laughs> in the coming bits. Oh, I haven't thought about that film in so long. <laughs> oh, the closest thing I get to watching that on like a somewhat regular basis is Mean Girls. Uh, okay. Just because that's so fetch. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. Legally Blonde is more uplifting, but just as funny. Understandable. I can get that. Yeah. Aren't they making yeah, a new one? Yeah, it's got more of that, like, I don't know. Or did they make a new one? I know there's, like, three of them. There's the two Reese Witherspoon ones, and then there was one weird knockoff version. I'm not sure. Like, I'd, I could have swore that there was something about, like, a new one being made, or there was one. Maybe it was the knockoff. I'm not sure. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's time. Yeah. I barely keep up enough I with shit know. to make it sound like I'm talking out of my ass. So you know what? It's okay. <laughs> we only keep up with anime around here, and even then we struggle. Yeah, yeah. I've It's been to the point I've completely dropped all of my weeklies. Mm. I am so far behind, and I need to get some semblance of caught up, but I probably won't get caught up until the middle of November whenever uh, I was supposed to go to Disney, but instead canceled those plans. So now I just have like 10 days off from work. So I'll probably just get caught up on anime in those 10 days. <laughs> you should do a staycation. Go find like a nice little hotel or something, a spa. Treat yourself. I did think about going and like just getting a cabin in the mountains for a weekend and just yeah. like getting away for a little bit. You should do that. So thinking about it, it's on the it's on the potential yeah. list of things to do because especially go, with it being November, treat yeah, the leaves will be pretty, everything will be nice. So mm. I'm, it's very much on the list of things to do. I might actually go back to Clayton. See if you can find a hot spring. Ooh, there actually is a place known as Hot Springs, North Carolina. So go, go, go to a hot spring. Think, thinking about it. I'll, uh, I'll see if they have any yeah. availability for any of those weekends. Cause that it's yeah. tempting. Very, very tempting just to, again, yeah. get away for a little bit. So we'll see. It, it's on a potential list, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. on the flip side though, we're back full science, full science. Yes. Full <laughs> science. Except full science, yeah, because I, 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 I was so angry <laughs> with this season, so upset. I did I message you about being mad after finishing the last I episode? Don't, I don't think you did, but the, that was mean of them. And I know it's October already, and so we're going to be getting more. But like, still, that was mean. Well, so the thing about it is, right? I don't recall them ever releasing anything saying season three was going to be split core. I, I do mm-hmm. not recall that information anywhere. I don't even recall them saying anywhere that it was going to be two core. 
So I just expected mm. a single core and that being it. And so mm. I finished that last episode and I guess just from where I had looked at it, I misinterpreted how many episodes there were. So I thought there was at least another episode. And whenever I got mm. to the last episode, it was automatically trying to cue the Ryusei film. So I was like, oh, okay, I got another episode. Not realizing that it was the <laughs> short film. So I finished the episode and then it cues up uh, Ryusei. And I was like, I've seen this before. Wait, these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Not give me the extra that I wanted. How dare you end on that point? Yeah, uh, yeah. It fully had a, not even a cliffhanger. Like, that's a full-on cock tease. Like, that's, like, yeah. it's. Like, the first season of Dr. Stone, like, it ended, like, somewhat underwhelmingly. Because it was like, all right, yeah, we're about to get into the Stone War. And then it ends. But at least, you know, it teased the next arc. Whereas this one, it ends like the end of a normal episode. And I was just like, okay, all right, I'm excited. And then I got excited for literally nothing because I'm a dumbass and don't check like how many episodes are left to go. So it's partially my own fault, but also, fuck you, Dr. Stone. (laughs) It was also the most emotional episode of the series or like the the second and second to last and last episode of the season were the most emotional ones and normally you kind of get the emotional episodes in like the beginning of the last third so like you'll get two emotional episodes and then one or two episodes that are kind of like wrap-up episodes conclusion episodes yeah and you didn't you didn't really get that here nope. not even like a half of an episode of a conclusion at all because it just left you well midway through a season because they're gonna take a break and then pick right back up again but like yeah it's no yeah no and like i said it's probably my fault for like either a not looking or b it was just never reported anywhere so again i'm not 100 percent certain but still i'm angry <laughs> i'm fine now because it's about to start back up but i'm angry <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah at the time it sucked yeah that was uh, that's fine everything's fine i've got so yeah. much anime to catch up on help <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i guess we'll chuck on the spoiler chicken hats considering how much we've already covered dr stone background and everything like all of the descriptions this is i mean what the fourth Part fourth episode for us on Doctor yeah because we we split up because that was during our time whenever our episodes were so fucking long so we decided to split the seat the first season up into twos so mm-hmm. yeah so this is our fourth episode on it which at this point we've talked about Doctor Stone enough go watch the damn show <laughs> yeah it's it's one of our favorite shows just in general, but I still think it's probably one of the most unique shows that we have seen recently that's been, like, a big release. Its premise is something that is fairly simple, but has such a spin on it that I don't think there's anything that's necessarily comparable to it out there in the anime world currently, which gives it a very fresh feeling so if you find if you're finding yourself kind of stuck in anime and having watched so much anime that you kind of can predict everything that's gonna happen dr stone's kind of one of those ones that's a good palate cleanser because it ticks all of your anime boxes as to a classic anime looks and feels like but it keeps you on your toes and uh and even if you're not science brained it's very understandable because so many of the characters don't understand what's going on Mm -hmm. so it's broken down very well or it's like if you like the science it's the full explanation is there but if you don't like the science you can easily just pay attention to the character side of things um and it doesn't 
like I feel like two very different people could enjoy this show simultaneously have a good conversation out of it one person would have been getting the emotional side and the other person getting the intellectual side of the show the entire time and yet they're both sitting next to each other on a couch watching the same show but both Mm -hmm. of their interests are peaked it's because of that I think it's such a good like the people who created the concept um have done such a well such a good job at creating a widespread target audience Mm -hmm. which i feel like that's you and i as well because we have like two very distinct tastes and what we want out of our anime and i am not even remotely like scientifically inclined whatsoever and yet Mm -hmm. i i love this show (laughs) I've mm-hmm. got 15 volumes of manga right back here on my shelf. That's how much I love this show. So, yeah. but yeah, it's very much like that type of thing. Like there's literally something in it for everyone, regardless of, you know, where you stand on the, you know, scientific scale of things, because I'm not going to lie. I failed most of the science classes I ever took. Most of that's my own fault because of, uh, you know, undiagnosed ADHD and not wanting to do homework. <laughs> So, you know, that's a thing, but I'll own up to my faults and say I fucked up. But yeah, this is a good show. You should go watch it. So that way you get nothing spoiled other than the fact of how poorly they decided to end this (laughs) core. Because fuck them. Yeah. But by the time you get through all of that content, the next core would have probably started. So Yeah, it'll be fine. I think it's starting in the next like week or two. So start watching. You've only got 46 episodes to go right now. So come <laughs> on, hop to it. Oh, and plus a film. Yeah, you can't, can't forget the film. You got to watch the hour-long film. No. Yeah. Before you do season Come-bye. three, it, it slots in somewhere. It's important. Better watch it. <laughs> oh. Uh, so um, okay. fun fact, though. Um, mm-hmm. new studio and new director for this season, and it never once mm-hmm. crossed my mind. No, I wouldn't have known either. Like, I was just looking at the page on it, and I was like, wait, it's got two completely different things for season three. Now, the studio, it's all technically under the same, um, like parent company, it's all under TMS Entertainment, but it's a different subsidiary that did it. Eight Pan did seasons one and two. But season three was done by Die Force Studio. But again, I could not tell a difference in like the art direction or anything like that with the season. But also it was directed by Shohei Matsushita. And even like the Mm. overall like general direction, unless it's just been that long since I've consumed any Dr. Stone content that I like none of it just crossed my mind that it would have been different. But the only the only thing that really Mm. just stuck out to me of it being different was just like how quickly like everything kind of progressed in the show this go around Mm -hmm. but that's just kind of been the nature of the show since it started like it's been like a massive snowball of just like slowly just continuing on more and more but i guess i don't know we'll get into it a little bit like once we fully have the spoiler chicken hats on because i there is a little bit more to talk about this and what we're used to but we'll, we'll get into it yeah so uh, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any math, um, which is not very fitting considering the show that we're watching. But I'm gonna wait until we do um, the second core to get all of my numbers in for the New World arc, uh, mainly because the numbers that I'm dealing with right now on the sites that have recorded where people are, if they've watched and dropped and how they're doing the numbers are really low so I think people haven't recorded their um positions on it yet the the want to watch is still incredibly high compared to the watched and the dropped so I don't think I'm going to be able to get an accurate read mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will probably be waiting for the second core to then catch up for yeah. the first core and then dive in which perfectly understandable because if I could take it all back but I'm the one who makes the schedule, so I'm the one that has to live and die by my decisions. Yeah, I mean, you also welcome. have to live and die by my decisions, but you know what? You, I do. I, I question as to why you choose to, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I choose to because you let me just be lazy. <laughs> nah, you are just as much of a valued member of this podcast as I am, and I will not hear nothing of it. Absolutely, yeah. We'll go with that. That's exactly 
how accurate this runs. Don't you sure. don't don't you make me turn my lights red? Don't you make me angry? They're red. <laughs> oh, oh, so scary! Oh no! Oh, so funny bit <laughs> to sit here and talk about on the podcast since uh, I told you about this, but I haven't told anyone else about this. So um, for D and D, I changed out. Walker and Breeze light bulbs in their living room or like dining area where we were playing. And I changed them out with color changing LEDs. And so I I did it all because I was going to add like ambiance to the session. Like I started off with like a thunderstorm and like changed the lights to like a dull orange. And everybody was like, whoa, ooh. like it was, like that was the desired effect that I was going for with the D and D bit, but um, the I did not truly realize how much havoc I would be able to cause with this because I was under the assumption because my lights behind me are done with the exact same company, so they can all technically be grouped together because they're all smart lights. But I thought I had to be on the home like wi-fi network for that to work but i was sitting at church this morning and i see that brie had uploaded an uh instagram story of her sitting there eating breakfast and looking up and the light bulbs being pink because that's where i left them i did not realize that that was how those light bulbs acted i thought that they were like my light bulbs that I have above me in that, yes, I can change their colors, but whenever you cut them off and back on, they reset to their normal white. But no, these being smart lights revert back to their original or like what they were left on. So <laughs> I see Brie upload that story and I'm like, oh shit, oh no, let me turn it back. So I open up the app and again, not knowing that I could actually do this, I open up the app and select the light bulb group and change it to the like regular light bulb setting and crank up the brightness. And I immediately get a phone call from Bree and she's like, the house is haunted. What have you done? <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I did not know that I could even do that. <laughs> from oh, church funny. like i'm on a completely separate network but she was like yeah i'm sitting here eating my breakfast and all of a sudden the lights change to white and then they go from dim to just bright as heck and i was like oh <laughs> i have unlocked a new superpower <laughs> that i did oh, not need really to know funny. that i had you gotta you gotta do things like figure out when that date night is or something and turn it to like pink <laughs> like, like <laughs> change them to red and like turn the brightness all the way down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like ooh <laughs> install some secret speakers around start playing careless whisper like <laughs> oh it's it's all part of the plan <laughs> God, sometimes Brie listens to this. Uh, this is probably going to be the uh, one episode she's going to choose to listen to, and our plans are going to be foiled. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Whatever will I do with my plans that I'm totally making up on the fly and may or may not actually do, because I have clearly shown that I'm willing to spend a stupid amount of money on a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> Secrets by missions that you will act uh, absolutely not activate and start infiltrating their house to prank them i got a key <laughs> it was a running joke whenever they were in their last apartment that i was selling keys to the apartment because they got broken into multiple times while they were there so i was like yeah i sell keys to everybody for five bucks how do you think i afford to do things yeah right <laughs> oh it's great it's fun where did my Dr. Stone information go? There it is. I found my phone. I found my phone, too. Well, I didn't really lose it. It was on my lap. The whole time. Mine was on my desk, and 
black on black does a <laughs> does not make finding very easy. True. But mate, the new iPhones, they come in pink. Mm-hmm. I am very yeah, tempted to upgrade. <laughs> I was going to so say you're going to get a new phone now, aren't you? I'm, I'm very tempted. I mean, I'm not because I have Japan to pay for next year. And Japan, that is uh, now at um, time of recording, has um, crushed my dreams and will all 100% be paid for out of pocket and not by um, a job upgrade that I was supposed to have gotten by now. And instead, they decided Mm -hmm. to push it back until February. Oh, mean. (sighs) It's fine. Everything's fine. I am not sick of the corporate world in the slightest no. Uh, it's fine. But yeah, so no uh <laughs> the light bulb bit was the last thing that I'm spending any sort of stupid amounts of money on because I've got a trip to Japan to pay for it now. <laughs> Japan. 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 I will uh I found something out though. What? Our time whenever we're going, I'm gonna piss somebody within the company off. Oh. Because the time whenever we said we were going to go, that's um, right around the time that our inventory is and, you know, store managers are supposed to be there. But fuck y'all, I had this planned beforehand, so that's not happening. I'm going to Japan. (laughs) Somebody else can do inventory of my store. Not my problem. Nope. Not my monkey, not my circus. (laughs) This is what y'all get for not uh, giving me the job whenever I was supposed to have the job. Yeah. Because literally, I was supposed to be in that role a month ago. Mm. and it's like nope now it's gonna be february and i'm like all right fuck y'all <laughs> See yeah if, I, uh, say, I remember you like i remember this being a plan for like what like a year now yeah it's been like literally like the dude has stated like he was supposed to retire on his birthday which was the 15th of september if i remember correctly from talking to the sales rep and so now it's been pushed back until february and so i'm just like like at the end of the day right like i i am fortunate enough to have been you know told beforehand like regardless of you know no matter what happens like it's yours it's just a matter of when but to be told like it's here's the date like everything is going to be here and it's like okay so i've been like literally planning everything for it to be around that date then it's like, yeah, no, that's not happening. And I'm like, I don't need the job. Like, I don't need the pay raise. Like, it's nice. But still, it's just like, fuck, man. Mm, yeah, it just makes planning things <clears throat> and just like, because then you lose trust in the reliability of the company. Because that, like, they'll say one thing and then just continuously do another. Yeah. And that's the that's the thing is like, it's. I I really have lost faith in the people that have been, you know, giving me this information because it's like, Hey, here's this, like you're literally there for it. And it's like, Hey, it's still yours. It's just, it's going to be a while. And I'm like, I don't trust you motherfuckers anymore. (laughs) Like who's to say Mm -hmm. it's going to change in February. Like Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like that's why I'm like, I'm working towards like getting out of the business altogether. It's just that also costs money. So Mm. I am withholding any and all like future plans for like post Japan because I am fully intending on like saving up a stupid amount of money to ensure that you and I will get to experience like everything we want to do over there. Like no questions asked, like make sure the trip is worth it. And then after that, it can be like focusing on taking care of all that other shit. Because again, I'm incredibly blessed and fortunate enough to be in a position to where I don't need any of that to Mm. be like sustainable in what I'm doing. It's just, I am incredibly frustrated with the entire situation because Fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. It be what it be. It do be what it will be. And one constant thing about all of that is science. Because science will never stop for anybody. Science will be what it be. And I don't understand what it be. 
No. I don't get it. I don't understand how in Stone World you can have cell phone, but hey, here we are. <laughs> Bluetooth headphone. <laughs> That's the one with the Bluetooth headphones. I'm I'm the one here with a wire. Uh, yeah. I'm Over not here being because bougie. I ran out of USB slots. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, hey, at least your laptop has the Bluetooth capability. So that's at least a handy True. feature. Yeah. Which, funnily enough, my PC also has, like, Bluetooth capability. I've never tried it because I'm terrified of how poorly it will go from, like, a gaming perspective. But other than that, it's fine. I uh, I don't mind having wires other than the fact that these things are old and decrepit and I need a new set. It's okay. I'll get the pink kitty cat ones eventually. Yeah. 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 Um, so, chicken ads. <laughs> <laughs> my roadcaster has been acting up so i didn't actually hear that but i saw the bar go off so i know that it went off yeah i heard it it's oh, it's so strange i don't i don't understand technology i'm gonna have to like dig deep into these settings because i didn't realize just how much of a pain it was going to be yeah tech is fun we love tech it's great it's great whenever it works and then whenever it doesn't work it's a fucking piece of shit Yep. Accurate. Okay. Um, so we start off um on a boat. Well not quite on a boat, building a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, get out from under a rock. Get out from under a rock. It made me think of the um I'm in a tank. Which one's that one? Wait, what? I'm driving a tank. It's like it's like an old video of this drunk guy who's like his dad's like, get out of the tank. And he's, he's like, in, I guess it's like a statue, like a war memorial. And he's, in, oh, like a real tank that's been memorialized. He's like, you can't tell me to get out. I'm in a tank. And his dad's you're like, jealous because I'm in a tank, I'm but your you're dad. not. Yeah. I'm your dad. Get out of the tank. You're not my dad. <laughs> I'm in a tank. <laughs> I do know what you're talking that's about. Video. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a good video. Yeah. Uh, it does start off in a um, hot air balloon, though. Pretty much where the Ryusei oh, yeah. film left off. Okay. Oh, yeah. wait. This is the fifth video that we've done on Dr. Stone. Or fifth episode that we've done on Dr. Stone. Jeez, Louise. Because I completely forgot that we did an entirely separate thing for the Ryusei special, whatever it came out. We have done so much. Okay. Um, I'm trying Aww. to get my brain together because I, I don't really remember the first half of this course. <laughs> Let's see here. It was hot air balloon, like trying to find the oil fields. Yeah. And then they actually they found wheat fields. Pig. Yep. Truffle pig. Yeah. Because Ryusei just had to have uh, <laughs> truffles with his meals. Oh, we also got a new um, character in what's their face? Um, oh. oh, no. The Hang on. Butler. Francois. I can't remember the name. Francois, yeah. Yeah, Francois. Um, yeah, uh, who kind of just a character that is able to prepare, I guess is the best way to describe them. They're like a, I don't know what their, their role in the world is just to be kind of invincible support in the same way that Senku has, like all of the characters really in um, Dr. Stone have like a, a specific trait that they are pretty much invincible at. They they can do anything within that trait. Um, and Francois's trait is just kind of to be like support. They're just like a like a backpack character, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she is like professional chef. Oh, you need advice on this shit? I have just the advice that you need for this particular thing. Like, literally anything and everything that you could need support on, she just so happens to know something about. And it's like, hmm, interesting, interesting. Because at first yeah. it leads me to think, like, is she secretly like a foil to Senku in some way, shape, form, or fashion? I don't think so, because it seems like Francois, their main goal is just to be, like, support for Ryusei. And yeah. But no, it just kind of gave, like, like the... Like, just with how much stuff, like, that was just the thing that crossed my mind. Like, I figured it would never be Yeah, a thing, I can see that. But it just crossed yeah. my mind to where I was like, hmm, 
you know an awful lot about an awful lot. So uh, <laughs> I could definitely see Francois being like using Senku as much as Senku uses them. You know, like they're, yeah, oh, they're 100%. they have a goal in the same direction, so they don't mind working with each other for that same like parallel goal. But if they were like they there's no emotional attachment between them so it's easy enough for them to split off and separate do their own thing or even if they end up having goals that like cross each other then they would definitely face up against each other it's just right now they're kind of mutually beneficial yeah because francois is willing to do anything to like further reuse so it is definitely mm-hmm. like this understood thing of like they are 100 using each other to reach the same goal yeah um, um so one one thing that so, I was talking about earlier though um as we were kind of like getting into the next bit like following all of that um the introduction of I guess like true peril for once mm-hmm. or at least yeah. with like the stuff that got introduced it's just like okay like I feel like this is the first like somewhat bit of peril that any of our people have been in this whole time and that's yeah. very interesting yeah, it does feel like we're getting an increase in the stakes because up till this point, Dr. Stone has been a, like, there's definitely been an element of, like, death and war and that kind of thing, but it's always kind of had this jovial element to it of, like, you know, nothing bad is really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but this season, it's stepped up a notch not just necessarily in like the death aspect, but some more serious and like implied like cult style yeah. like vibes mm-hmm. were definitely introduced into the show, making it more like there's a there's a lot of nuances that are going on about like trafficking and crap that's like added into the show as a new element, um, which does. It also raises the maturity level of the show, I feel like. Not that the show was particularly immature before, but it was more of a, like, anyone in the teen variety and upwards would be fine watching it. This season felt a little bit more, like, just, I don't know how to describe it really, just, like, intense and and grown up. Like, it felt like the topics that, that were being suggested were not, like, innocent fun not the war is fun or innocent but like it was kind of playful before and now it's doesn't feel that way yeah because i mean even the stone war bit was still like lower age of like pg-13 type mm. situations and now it's very like upper levels of pg-13 with the stuff that's yeah. going on like it's still like it can be enjoyed by, you know, any set of ages, but it's definitely, it's definitely like raising the bar bit by bit as it goes along. Yeah. And, and to add on to that, I also think that there's a level of like, there's a level of understanding that a 13 year old is going to take away from the show. And then there's a level of understanding that someone our age is going to take away from the show because there are aspects to the show where as a 13 year old, I know for a fact, I wouldn't get the depth of the peril that the characters are in. But now as an adult in like watching this, I'm like, okay, there, there's a time limit that they have that is quickly ticking away. And all while, like all whilst this is happening, like so much stuff is happening on in the background with like other villagers, characters that are off screen that we don't even know exist yet like that that you would only imagine you'd only imagine those characters even existing as an adult i don't think as a 13 year old i would even like get that there is so much more happening that when that's only just been like slightly suggested yeah um um yeah um so science progression we 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 got more of um uh we uh, funnily enough, the characters in this season got decreased, but also we got some older characters from previous seasons reoccurring, and some introductions to some new characters. Um, half of our science team, some of our characters were left behind completely on the 
Ireland when they moved on in the second half of this core, first core, second half of the first core, to go explore the, to try and get the like treasure chest of, of minerals that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, so we left some characters behind, but then we also took a lot of characters, but then a lot of the characters that we took with us then ended up getting petrified and so were kind of left for a good few episodes towards the end. Yeah, because I, it seems like they like they brought most of the mainstay characters and a mm-hmm. few of the side ones too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then it's just like, oh, our options just got cut very quickly. Yeah. In fact, part of me wonders from a narrative perspective, like why they left some of the ones that they left out of the bunch. But I mean, yeah. like it all, like it all ends up. I guess working out up to the point to where we're at, but still, I'm just very like, hmm. but that's just me questioning things because I've been watching way too much anime to where I have to ask questions. Yeah. And we also did get a kind of a hint of a um, side story or something that's going to be part of a main, of a bigger story um, with uh, Minami, our reporter. Mm-hmm. Because in the first bit where she's, like, documenting their building of the boat and everything, she gets a camera. She hints that when they, like, if this journey is going to take them a year to go and come back, there's a hint there. And I don't know whether or not I'm interpreting it correctly, but there's a hint there that she won't be there within a year's time. Which makes me wonder if there's something medical going on with her, but I may have misinterpreted that. I didn't get that. I know that there's something up, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not 100% certain what's going on there. Yeah, because that was the vibe that I got, was like that she's sick. Like, she had been sick before the petrification beam. And then um, she now, like, either assumes that she's still sick or is still sick. Um, And she had been given a timeline beforehand or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That was my interpretation. I would be interested to see where that goes, because there was definitely a hint of something. That was just what I picked up at the time. I think it was more of her being unsure on whether or not, because they said they would be back within a year. Mm -hmm. And so I guess she was more or less afraid of like whether or not she would actually be there in a year or like what would happen Mm -hmm. with all of the science people and most of the brawn like leaving. So that's what I got from that anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see if anything comes of that or if I'm just making things up. Who knows? But yeah, so notable scientific inventions for this season. Um, camera, as you stated. Mm-hmm. Speedboat. Sailboat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, GPS. Sonar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> floating, drivable water tank. <laughs> I guess yes. the same gorilla machine from before, but it can drive through water. And it's also their lab now. Yep. And uh, makeup. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that... Oh, and the rats. Seemed... Rats. The... Oh, yeah. Like r- little RC control. cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that are designed to look like rats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it humors me with stuff like that, with uh, the people on the island, like, seeing something where it's like, oh, it's a rat. No, it's an RC car. <laughs> uh, but um, seeing them react to stuff like that just humors me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... For so now we're kind of in this world where we've got friends, we've got foes. We think that they are a offshoot of the people of like Kohaku's people, the village of Ishigami, Ishigami village. But they have got this petrification stone that they can use to petrify people, right? So now there's like a I don't know necessarily if they just figured out how to use it and they are Ishigami people or if there is somebody amongst them who is the mastermind behind all of it. But then also you have like when they were on the ship and they were on the radio broadcasting, you had the Y man who was just repeating Y over the the radio in, um, I was going to say Morris code, but it's just Morse code. Yeah. Um, uh, over and over again, and we don't know whether or not that person and this leader of this um, offshoot of Ishigami Village 
are the same person or not. There's a whole bunch of different elements that are working together here. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's it's a very interesting dynamic with a lot of stuff that still needs to be answered, and I think we will get mm-hmm. those answers with the next season. But still, it's very. Again, like it was just such an underwhelming end to the season where I was just like, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It's, it's very much set up. I feel like this, this, and I, I can see what you mean about how the pacing felt different because it did feel kind of rushed, but not badly, if that makes sense. Like it, I don't oh, think yeah. it was necessarily a negative the way that they paced it, but it did feel quick. This was only 11 episodes, and I could have seen it be a full two-core season in itself. Mm -hmm. We lost a lot of the small things that made Doctor Stone more charming, which is also one of the reasons why I think it felt more mature as content-wise, because we only got Robot Senku once throughout this half of the um, season. And it was towards the end, too, where I was just like, I I was... Because I think it might have been like episode 10 whenever we got it mm-hmm. out of 11. And so I was waiting for that the whole time. Now, even in season mm-hmm. two, like we got it a lot less than season one. But still, to only mm-hmm. have it once in episode like nine or 10, I was like, I have greatly missed this. Where have you been? Yeah. And I think that kind of goes for the tone of humor um, throughout this Core felt, I'm not going to say humorless, but it, it didn't feel like a like a science comedy, like in, in an adventure comedy. Like it, it, the, the genre, I think, shifted a little bit mm. in this season. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it felt the same as watching the earlier two seasons of Stone, Doctor Stone. Which I feel like that's... Maybe this is me reading into things a little bit too much, but I feel like it's kind of a common theme in Shonen for third seasons to be a little bit more on like the dramatic side of things because Mm -hmm. we saw it with Food Wars to some degree. We did you watch third season of Demon Slayer this week? Yeah. Okay, so we saw that there, too, in another mm-hmm. degree as well. Um, now, granted, it wasn't as, well, some of it was, for sure, but a lot of it wasn't as, like, emotionally draining as other bits of the show. Mm-hmm. But it certainly had its moment, but, again, it's just, a, and My Hero, as well, My Hero had those emotional moments in the third season as well, to where I feel like it's, it's kind of a common theme to get on the more dramatic side, but yeah. it's still, I don't know that maybe that's my just reading into it too much. I cannot be certain. No, that makes sense to me. Um, because in a lot of ways, Dr. Stone does follow the kind of standard procedure of a shonen anime. And I don't necessarily think that the shift in genre, the shift in feel is a bad thing. I just think it's something that, is I do think it's a little bit formulaic which for a show like Dr. Stone like I said I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing I think sometimes if you don't have those shifts in emotion or feel of a show things can get repetitive and and boring and and especially right now with the kind of shows that have been doing really really well with views and popularity on social media have been the more dramatic, the darker shows. So I think it's kind of timely that they're adding in those darker elements now. I know this is something, obviously, there's manga and stuff that this is based on, but like I feel like it is the right time in the show for those elements to be added if you're going to add them. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I don't know. It's It maybe just it's feels a, like it, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe it's a thing of, like, as you progress with a story you if you want to keep that same audience invested throughout the entire journey then you need to have the journey grow with the audience so as your audience gets older because i mean obviously this is marketed at teens 
then you want to give them something to like grow into as they progress. There's normally like a couple of years in between seasons. And even with manga releases, there's time in between chapters and volumes. So you want your story to grow with the individuals. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. So that's, again, that's my two cents. I am by no means a professional in this uh, thing from any way, shape, form, or fashion. I am just simply an idiot who likes to talk out of his ass. And for some reason, people listen to this shit. (laughs) No, I think that's a really good point. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Again, very thankful that people listen to this, but but I still have to question (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Yeah, why do you? We love that you do, but why? Um, we did get reoccurrence of best dad, which hasn't, he hasn't made an appearance for a while. And that had a lot to do with like the emotional aspects of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Biakia. that, yeah, we do. Biakia's uh, part was probably the heaviest in emotion that we got displayed. Although a lot of heavy emotion was implied off screen, but like that was probably mm-hmm. the heaviest emotion that was on screen. Um, that and when Kinro and Ginro got separated. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, like, seeing uh, Ginro have to, like, figure out how to go on without Kinro and, like, actually imagining, like, what he would be saying in those moments. It's just like, aw, you guys are adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I also think that he is one of those characters that had been the most stunted because of his type of character. Yeah. He... Yeah, he hasn't had much character growth, so this is the necessary opportunity for him to have that growth. Mm-hmm. Not that he because especially because he was such an established character, like he was uh still very flat compared to everybody else in that group. Mm-hmm. He hadn't yet had his moment, even though he had been on a, a screen a lot, like he's had a lot of screen time, he was still kind of one-dimensional by this point. Yeah. He he really Sorry, feels like yeah. a weaker Zenitsu to me. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, like yeah. it, it might be a strange comparison considering, you know, we didn't see Zenitsu at all in the entire second season or third season of Demon Slayer. Mm. But that's honestly like the vibes I got from it, though. It was just very like it's that type of character that's being mm-hmm. displayed. And it's like a weaker version of it. Yeah. Because although yeah, Zenitsu is still a coward, like at least he has his growth moments, kind of. Yeah, and he also has established skill, although he doesn't really realize it, but like he yeah. has established skill. But that's part Whereas, of the bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, Ginro is... I just had to think about which one was which then for a second. <laughs> Ginro <laughs> yep. um, doesn't have any like skill like at all. Mm-hmm. So he needed to be in this... He needed to to find his place yet. Because again, like I was saying earlier, in the Doctor Stone universe, everyone has a indisputable talent that they are invincible at, and he doesn't have one. And mm-hmm. he's kind of one of the only people, he is probably the only like main character that doesn't have one, which makes him, and I feel like he could become, to some people, just annoying because he doesn't have value as a as a character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what they're trying to do here is like try to establish that value in some way, shape, form, or mm-hmm. fashion. Or to like break him away and like give him a little bit more of a standout moment. But I think yeah. until we get like actual background on him and try to figure out like why his personality is the way that it is. I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to be harder to get invested in his character for a lot of people. Yeah, agreed. Especially because Kimro got his development so early on in the series mm-hmm. that by comparison, when you're comparing the two characters, he seems even more ridiculous yeah. because his his brother had his moment many moons ago, almost to the point of like vaguely remembering it if you haven't rewatched those early seasons. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it kind of gives me Mineta vibes in a way. Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah. it's like a weird cross between Man- Manetta and Zenitsu 
and like yeah. character wise and like how annoying they come across because they haven't gotten any growth. But yeah. none of the like true pervy aspects that Manetta has because that trope is no. fucking atrocious at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. It's, he's going to be a character that I am looking forward to significant character development happening with him. If it doesn't happen with him, I could see myself getting very frustrated with his continual ridiculousness. Yeah, I'm glad that he's not focused on more than he is, because mm-hmm. I feel like I would be frustrated with it. Agreed. Because at this Agreed. point, like everybody's getting growth to some level of degree. I mean... Kohaku not so much, but she's more of like the well-established rock of the group. Like she's mm-hmm. so unshakable in who she is. Mm-hmm. And the comedy bits with her are actually funny, so it kind of helps a lot with that yeah. too. But I feel like that's more of a personal preference type thing. Mm-hmm. So I can't be a hundred percent certain. But for me, like I guess it just depends on character traits versus character growth that kind of Oh, fuck. Didn't mean to punch my microphone. <laughs> but just to, like, have that scale kind of tip. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I spent too much money on you to be punching you. I apologize. <laughs> Maybe that's why it hates me. as well. <laughs> with Kohaku as well, we also have a significant emotional attachment to her because of the story of her with her sister. Yeah. Um, early on, we... we gained so much respect for her and she was already established as a very 3d character Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know it's gonna be one of those things where this is needed for him as a character to grow and i'm looking forward to where it goes but if they don't give him that growth and that depth he could be a negative to the show right now i think he's a neutral uh i'd like to see him become a positive yeah, he's not adding anything, but he's not truly detracting anything because all shonens mm-hmm. have that one character that's just kind of there to support but also be annoying. But mm-hmm. it hasn't gotten to the point of annoying to where it's detracting yet. So I I do hope it slowly starts to, you know, become that addition as it goes along. Yes. But we yeah. are about to get um, a whole other core that will uh, either confirm or deny these suspicions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of our new characters that we did get, Amaryllis, I think is how you say it. Uh, sure. Let's go with that. Amaryllis. Uh, yeah. So she is one of the villagers of the new island who is trying to get married to the head guy who we don't know yet, um, so that she can get the petrification stone and take revenge for, um, them petrifying all of her friends and family when she was a kid. Her character is very interesting because she presents a um, naive, uh, feminine, like, <laughs> just wet blanket is the best way I can describe it. I don't know. Like, like giving me real uh, bard vibes. Like, tried yeah. to max out charisma and put nothing in anything else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, But she had these grand ideas of being able to, on her own, overthrow this entire, um, like, world, basically this entire kingdom that's been set up. But there is a, there's also a strength to her that is not ever really spoken about. It's just kind of implied because she's fully aware of the implications of what she would be doing by being married like she's seen women being forced to be married this is what i was saying earlier as well about the um maturity level having stepped up where i don't think that a 13 year old would necessarily understand the full implications of women being forced to be married and collected um for like a village for like the kingdom head like i don't think a 13 year old would fully understand the peril that those women are in yeah but as an adult, obviously, you know what's happening behind the scenes that's, mm-hmm. you know, would it's meant to make you uncomfortable um, when you hear about it, because obviously they're the, they're the bad guys. Bad guys do bad things. Um, <laughs> and uh, so she does have this strength that that's there, this understanding that she's making the sacrifice, but it is also 
like a, a stupid one because she's going into it completely unprepared. She has no plan past just getting married and getting herself inside there. So she ends up teaming up with Senku and um, her, Kohaku, and Ginro end up um, pretending to be weak women to be wives for um, this village head. Which brings us to our... Um, the guy who we've now met, the bad guy who looks like her, the guy who's been frozen, cryogenically frozen. They look like brothers. Oh, uh, Tsukasa? Yeah. Him and the Mars, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy who is like the lead guard, I guess. Yeah. saw that Kohaku is like strong. You've got lead guard dude and lead guard chick, which is very similar mm-hmm. to what Tsukasa had with the dude that had the spinny pole and the circus chick. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, recycle um, the idea if it works. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be something that's coming up. And then we also have established um, a creepy old dude who is, I think, I could see, what is his name? I forgot literally. Moz, did I say? Maybe. I'm not yes. sure. Mars. I, I literally just have I him in him... my brain as long neck French pastry chef. <laughs> yeah, so the long neck <laughs> French pastry chef is true evil. I could see Mars lead male guard as being another guy who's not necessarily I see evil it as like chaotic to neutral. The bone. <laughs> yeah. Chaotic, absolutely. And same thing with his sister question mark don't know their relation but like not a hundred percent certain what that relation is yes maybe it is sister Um, i'm not sure it's been a minute i don't know either but pastry chef dude is true evil yep but we don't really know much about any of them yet because they were that's kind of a new new establishment and yeah that's kind of it i mean shout out to bald guy who was kidnapped as a baby and left on the island yeah very like standard NPC energy, but had like some actual emotional development, and I was very intrigued by all of that. It's yeah. just like, oh, you go, man. Aww. Also, and, Suika um, being back, being best girl. Yes, and we got some um, shots of her without her watermelon on. Which also, somebody pointed out in the comment section, why are you letting the nearly blind child drive? And I can't get the giggles out of my head since that. I mean, for real, though. <laughs> oh, it's good. I like it. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So, um, yeah, how do you feel? Uh, I will withhold judgment because I feel like I cannot pass a fair judgment on rating because that ending still has me pissed the fuck off. Fair, yeah. Yeah, and I'm kind of the same way. I'm waiting for more um, from the second core. So I feel like we'll reserve our scores and final judgments until after then. Um, but yeah, definite, definite tone shift to the show. Um, lots of new characters. We will be getting more of the old characters back, judging by the end of the last episode of the first core. Early on in this next core, we'll be getting a lot of people back again. Um, New bad guys, some really bad, bad guys. And also I could see them teaming up with the new village of neutral people currently. The enemy of your enemy is your friend. So Yeah, something like that. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how everything yeah. kind of goes from here. Definitely looking forward mm-hmm. to it though. Yes. But that everything? I think that's everything. All right. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, welcome back to uh, recordings because we, we, hi. Hi. <laughs> a little bit late in the episode, just be like, hi. Yeah, we, we're back. We're doing the thing again after a fucking yes. month. But yeah. Thank right, you all so much yeah. for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And we will see y'all next week for Demon Slayer third season. But yeah. Bye. Till then, see you all later. Love you. Bye.